Welcome to Passports and Pizza, a podcast about everything by two carb-loving, carry-on-only gals. I'm Laura, a traveler and teacher with an appetite for adventure. And I'm Sarah, your favorite over-30 niche poop influencer. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. I'm an artist and food blogger who (laughs) travels mainly for the food. No, just strike that. You should keep that from now on. (laughs) Join us as we dive into anything and everything that's on our plates, in our toilets, and on our minds. (laughs) If you don't know what we're talking about... You need to listen to our New Year's episode. <laughs> Refer back to our previous episodes. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. But basically, I've been hearing from some of you who have either ordered the poop test or are thinking of ordering it. And you just redid it, right? And I just remailed my poop for a round two. So yep. she's, she is not bullshitting, you guys. <laughs> Get it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm a poop influencer now. Your mid-30s niche poop influencer. Wow. I love it. What a way to start our episode. Yeah. Sorry if you're new here. Yeah, if you're new here, buckle in. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, it's a Tuesday night. We just had dinner. Yeah, We're on the eve of the um, inauguration. inauguration. How how do we feel about that? Happy last day of a Trump presidency. (laughs) But yeah, Luke and Lara just fed me the famous Jamie Oliver chicken with cherry tomatoes. Oh, so good. Which we will relink to that episode, that episode, that recipe. I think we've linked to like five times. It's so good. Across the course of this podcast. So simple. Yeah. Toss it in. It's, it's delicious. Really the house smells so good right now. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> classic. Yeah. So shall we get into salty sweet? <laughs> Like, I had to say that with an accent. I have not watched Bridgerton yet. I was going to so say, are you watching no. Bridgerton? <laughs> I was like, oh, no, she's going to think I've watched. <laughs> no, I've been on Bridgerton TikTok, though, so. Oh, well, you got to watch it before you can fully appreciate it. And Bridgerton, uh, Bridgerton the musical TikTok is, like, everywhere. Ugh, I'm obsessed. Yeah. I'm obsessed. It's good. It's good. Um, should I start? Yeah, you start. i got to pull mine up. I wrote mine down. Okay, well, speaking of Trump and all that, I'd say my salty is the insurrection at the capitol that happened since the last time we recorded um it felt like i was watching a a different country i mm -hmm. felt out of body watching that yeah it yeah it was intense um so that yeah that was a bummer that (sighs) we had to experience that as a country but i'm also just in general very concerned about the mark that the trump presidency has left on politics in america Mm -hmm. and once he is out of the picture how it will continue to manifest in the years to come and i'm like very concerned very worried yeah about the divide in this country and how many people fell for his cult of lies Mm -hmm. and it's unsettling it is and like once he's gone we still have that problem yeah it's not like him leaving office is going to change and completely erase right. all of these people's yeah like perspectives yeah on our government and what America should be so yeah so we still have that to deal with yeah my coworker and I um, are of very similar mindsets politically and <laughs> it's really nice because I felt like for a long time I wasn't in that situation mm-hmm. and originally we were gonna have like 
coffee and pastries and like tune into the inauguration <laughs> on our lunch periods together. And yeah. she's actually out tomorrow, but oh, it's yeah. We watched that after it was like the last period of the day, and she mm-hmm. was like, "Are you watching this?" Mm-hmm. And we watched it together, and it felt like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I so strange. basically did nothing but watch it for the last two hours of work that day. I was like, I can't do anything yeah, else. Yeah, like, what, are we going to continue, like, sending emails, CCing <laughs> right? each did other? Did you see the tweet that was like, so are we supposed to keep working during <laughs> the insurrection, <laughs> during the coup? Yeah, you know, like, yeah. you know, and it was so American, like, do I need to keep doing my job? Yeah. <laughs> Can I clock out during the coup or? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Oh yeah, gosh. that was wild. That was, yeah. Yeah. That was a moment. But my suite is like a big one. What? Okay. So, as I think I've mentioned before, I do not get health insurance through my job. Oh, okay. What's okay. going on? So, but I am fortunate enough, unfortunately, I have to say this, I'm fortunate enough in my job to receive a raise every year. Mm-hmm. So, this year, I got a pretty significant like hourly raise. Um, I usually get probably like two to three percent, and this year my raise was closer to four percent. Awesome, which was already great. I'm yeah, like, that's awesome. awesome. But they're now also giving us as a separate line item on our pay stub five hundred dollars a month to help pay for health insurance. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's a big deal. Yeah, this is huge because my health insurance is only three twenty a month this year, which again, it's terrible health insurance, right? And you're still paying so much out of pocket. <laughs> yeah. It's like okay, but <laughs> yeah, like it's not a good plan, right? But so like that five hundred. I mean, taxes come out of it and stuff, but like that's like paying for my health insurance. Yeah, and then I also got a raise, so it's like you took away one of my expenses and gave me more money. So, like, this was the kind of good news that I got at work that made me sweat. That's <laughs> and I was awesome. like, oh, my That's God. That's so exciting. And so, like, last night I got to sit down and rework my budget for the year. I was able to, like, increase my, like, one number budget that I make for my kind of daily spending of, like, groceries and gas and all that stuff. But also put more money towards, like, all of my savings things. I was like, this is incredible. Yeah, that's that's a good yeah. feeling. Re- instead of restricting, you're like expanding. Well, yeah, good and feeling. I did the math because I'm a math nerd, and with the 500 a month and my raise, it's like I actually got like a 14 and a half percent raise, which is huge. <sighs> yeah. So, and as someone who just that's incentive a- to stay at your job. <laughs> I know, and you know what's really funny? So I've been doing that journal before bed that I mentioned on the New Year's episode about like going through a hard time and stuff. And so, the night before this happened, I the journal prompt was about my job, and it was like, "What are some things that really annoy you about your job?" And I was like, mm, "I don't know." I was like. I don't have health insurance and then like something else. And then the next part of it was like, okay, well, what's something productive you can do to help with these issues you're having? And I wrote in that part, I was like, I, I was like actually, no, my job is great. I was like, <laughs> no, I don't need to do this page. My job is great. And so then I was telling my mom about it on my way to work that morning. It's like, yeah, I did this thing 
in my journal that was like, oh, what bothers you about your job? And I was like, mm, other than health insurance, like basically nothing. I have a great and job. look. And then that day, I open up my pay stub and they're like, here's a raise and also 500 for health insurance. So I was like, well, there goes that one issue with my job, <laughs> like, basically. Set, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it would still be nice to just have a really good health insurance plan through my job. But I mean, sure. I'll take this. You know, I mean, this is a yeah. big deal. That's a big deal. So yeah, I feel that's so great. exciting. I'm so happy for you. That's like yeah. awesome because I, mean, I know how much of like a grind it has been to try to work out all these health, and you don't even have yeah. like huge health issues, really. Yeah, not really. And yeah. it's been such a bear. Just like now you high have risk this for breast boost. cancer and all that stuff. Yeah. But yeah, and especially being a single homeowner now, yeah, it it feels like I have somebody helping me pay for the house again. Yeah. It's crazy. That's awesome. That's yeah. super exciting. So take that, 2021. Hey. <laughs> well, life is about balance. So um, salty and sweet. Yeah, so you bring know? us back down. Yeah. So I'll bring us down. Yeah. So I, um, on Friday last week, I got home and it was one of those days where it was a whirlwind. Like you blinked and the day was done and you're exhausted and tired and you know, I ran an errand and then I came home and Luke was already here starting food and we started to make dinner and out of nowhere, this awful screeching and hit <gasps> sound happened right outside of our our house. Yeah. And we live on an intersection. So mm-hmm. one is a pretty, you know, high speed road and the other one is a, a stop sign. But the problem is like there's definitely a blind spot on one side. Oh. Long story short... um. I saw a, a horrible car accident right oh, in front God. of our home yeah. that resulted in a car flipped over Ooh. with people inside, trapped inside of their car, couldn't get out. Were you like one of the first people on the scene yes. then? It was like fight or flight. Oh it my was, God. It triggered that yeah. immediate like, oh my God, call 911. Like Luke called 911 for the first time in his entire life because mm-hmm. this car flipped. Yeah. The other car who was this young driver, as soon as she came out of her car, her car whipped around, totally totaled, but she was fine. Mm -hmm. And then she was shaking and you could see like the panic and the like absolute hysteria coming on her face. I grabbed a blanket from inside because she was wearing a t-shirt. It was freezing cold. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, sit down now. Like, just sit down now. We called the ambulance. You need to call your dad. This was like a 16-year-old girl. Oh, my gosh. And she was – and her first words to me will stay with me forever. Oh, no. She said, did I kill them? Am I going to be in trouble? Oh, no. And I was like, oh, honey – Oh, honey. And I was, and I asked, like, where were you coming from? Because you couldn't tell by the accident who mm-hmm. hit who and, like, who was in the right and the wrong. Turns out she was not in the wrong. So it was a simple, Someone like, blind see. spot, couldn't yeah. see, and it's a high-speed road. Mm-hmm. It happens more than you would think. And I told her that, but you could just – it oh. was – it triggered that immediate fight or flight reaction. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I, like, flew out there. Yeah. And – you know, the sirens and the ambulance and they had to get jaws of life out to get the people out of the car and their pan. You could hear them panicking in their car because they're stuck and Mm -hmm. not just like everyone who operates a car. I think we forget that we are literally operating a machine every Mm -hmm. day and it is so dangerous. Mm -hmm. So 
Don't be a jerk on on the road. Not that these two people were being jerks by any means. I don't think that was the case. But Mm -hmm. it just really reminded me that every single time we go in a car, we are risking our lives. We're operating like a heavy machine. Yeah. Yeah. We're all just bumping around in these heavy machines. Just bopping around. Just like hit each other at any moment. Thank God texting and driving is completely illegal here. Mm-hmm. And there's such high regulations on that. Yeah. But, like, this, it just really, really upset me mm-hmm. to see this. And thankfully, as far as I know, both people in the cars were okay. That's wow. A crazy thing to see, like, right in front of your home. Well, random anecdote. Um, I have recently worked on the design of the gravestone for the guy who invented the jaws of life. Whoa. So we're doing like a laser etching of the jaws of life contraption. Uh, I think so. Hmm. It's from our Mechanicsburg area office. Whoa. That's crazy. So yeah. Yeah. It's the guy who invented it. I mean, what a contraption obviously save these two people, but holy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (sighs) So that like really shook me up. It's intense. Yeah. Really intense um, moment. And also makes me feel like I need to be way more cautious when I'm driving. Mm -hmm. Definitely not a crazy driver, but just reminds you that. Yeah. I bet that young girl is now going to be so paranoid whenever she drives. That's going to leave an impact. For sure. Yeah. For sure. My sweet is that I have a piano in my home. Yeah. (laughs) So in our library, there is a lovely, used, loved piano from my cousin. It was just sitting in her home. She offered it to us for free. So shout out to Maddie. I know she listens. So thank you, Maddie. (laughs) It's totally out of tune because we moved it ourselves. And, you know, it was in the cold. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. it's not quite usable now, but we're going to get it fixed up. And it's always been a thing in my head to have our house with a piano Mm -hmm. because we had a piano growing up and yeah there's like nothing room is like really starting to take shape now too it's true and there's nothing quite like the sound of an actual piano i know a keyboard Mm -hmm. can replicate it but yeah it just feels good to play an actual piano Mm -hmm. so i always prefer playing a real piano to a keyboard i feel like piano is my first introduction to sort of mindfulness because it makes you just focus on Mm -hmm. one thing it's very very meditative right yeah and you can sort of get lost in it i think that's why i always liked it yeah and that's why I've never been the type to, like, write my own songs or improvise. Like, no, I want to turn off my whole brain and just look at this music and play it. And I'm just the same way. <laughs> one with it. Like, I'm not here trying to be, like, a jazz musician, like, the next Lin-Manuel Miranda. Like, no, yeah. just give me some music that I can just replicate. Yeah, and even <laughs> as someone who studied music, like, I know all the theory to make a great pop song and whatever, but... Yeah. I just don't have that compulsion mm-hmm. to... Yeah. It's not a creative thing for me at all. No. It's more of like the practice. Mm-hmm. Sort of like people practice meditation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited to use it. I feel like I'm definitely going to buy some sheet music and piano mm-hmm. books and stuff. So that'll be fun. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. So today is going to be super fun. <laughs> Laura's so excited. I'm so excited. Okay. So... We're going to do controversial food opinions. Yeah. (laughs) So be right back. (laughs) All right. So 
We put a shout out to the community a couple of weeks ago asking for our listeners' controversial food opinions. So food you really love, food you really hate, things that are overhyped, you know, mm. weird combinations. Yeah. You know, you're, you're like weird food things that you like and p- think people would judge you on. So um, <laughs> our listeners delivered. I was expecting to have a couple and then supplement them with some other ones I found on this BuzzFeed post um, that we'll link to, which is really funny. But mm-hmm. I didn't have to because so many of you wrote in. So I'm really excited. And a <laughs> lot of you had very weird things to say. Mm-hmm. Sarah has not read them. Yeah, I, I don't have, know these. Yeah, so it'll be fun. <laughs> um, and I folded them up in little... Um, pieces of paper and we're going to pull one each and just react to each and talk about your food opinions and they're all anonymous so yeah we'll keep them anonymous some of you were like do not share my name (laughs) (laughs) so that's okay and if you do want to explain yourself you could always call us yeah or email us or email us dm us yeah explain your opinion a little further so yeah are you ready yeah okay you get to go first yeah all right With exclamation points. I hate berries in a salad. Who came up with that? (laughs) (laughs) What do you think about salads with berries? Um, Hard disagree. I love a berry in a salad. I love fruit in a salad. See, I can can understand why someone doesn't like a berry in a salad. Because it doesn't quite texturally make sense to me. Really? Yeah, like, I don't want a blueberry popping in my mouth when, like, I'm having arugula. <laughs> That's weird. Okay, but if you're going to have a berry, you also need to have, like, a pecan and, like, a creamy cheese. You have okay, to yeah, have, yeah, yeah. You have to have the right combination of things. Like, you wouldn't just throw a blueberry into a salad with, like, cherry tomatoes and cucumber. That's disgusting. <laughs> okay, wait. <laughs> I have to... Amy, I hope your mom doesn't listen to this, but apparently Amy's mom... <laughs> Used to just take a huge bowl of lettuce and stuff. And Amy, you can call in and explain Kathy's mindset on this. Or maybe Kathy wants to call. But anyway, she would just dump like whatever's in the kitchen, including like mandarin oranges. (laughs) And this would set Jake off. Like Jake would be like, excuse me? Like everything was good until you added mandarin oranges and blueberries (laughs) to a cherry tomato salad. Like, Well, this reminds me of one of my pet peeves which my mom knows about because I've called her out on it. I hate when you get a salad with a full cherry tomato just sitting in it. Oh, that's true. And like the big ones where for me it's like a two-bite cherry tomato. And then, yeah, if you do bite into it, it's like takes up your whole mouth and explodes in your mouth in this awkward way. (laughs) And like also if you give me a salad like that, I don't want to have to then cut up all the – tomatoes like if you're making the salad cut this stuff up ahead of time and toss it in with the salad don't just throw cherry tomatoes in a bowl with lettuce i feel you on that i will get very angry i feel you on that but i am pro berry in a salad i can understand i've had great like fruit influenced salads but i can understand it okay next one okay i know who wrote this so i'm trying not to like okay Shreddice is the worst lettuce option in any scenario. I don't know what that is. Like finely shredded romaine lettuce is called shreddice. It is? Yeah. And you put it on burgers. Like, you know, a really, really fine, like finely chopped But do people buy it like that? Or do you just mean in general having finely shredded romaine is bad? 
iceberg. Oh, iceberg. Yeah, on like a sandwich or a cheeseburger. Shredded? Yes. I don't know if I've ever seen it like that. What? You have. Okay, if you've ever gotten like an artisanal burger, there's been shreddis on it. This is like a Bon Appetit buzzword. Okay. It's water. Well, what do you think about iceberg lettuce? What are your thoughts on iceberg? I'm fine with iceberg in the right context, but I feel like any burger or sandwich, if you have lettuce on it, it's like big leaves of lettuce on the sandwich or the burger that you bite into with everything else. I feel like iceberg is really watery and can really like bleh, up a cheeseburger. So I get it, but a little bit's good crunch. Right. You know what I mean? You only need like one or two leaves of it. But if I would think if something was shredded the way you're describing the shreddest to be, it should be a slaw. Right. It exactly. should be held yes. together with some kind of sauce. Yes. Otherwise, yeah, you would just have weird little pieces of lettuce falling over the plate, all over the place. And that's what this person's saying. Well, let me read this one. Okay. Shreddest is the worst, worst possible lettuce opinion yeah. option in any scenario. See, I don't think in any scenario I would like that in a salad because I'd like my salads to be chopped. I think it's typically uh, shreddus is explained as a topper of like something. Okay. Like a topping. Then, yeah, that is stupid because it's just going to fall all over the place. And it's just watery. <laughs> okay. I agree. In general. I, I just learned something new. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised you haven't heard of shreddus. Never heard of it. It's a, it's a bon appetit buzzword, I think. Oh, this one's a hot take. Ketchup, yellow mustard, and mayo are all trash. <laughs> okay, this person's just trying to be controversial. Okay, a lot of people wrote in about mayo. A lot of people wrote in about mayo. You can't dislike all of these. But here's the question. How about all of them together? That's good. That's what That's like an aioli. On a burger. That's like Whopper sauce, isn't it, basically? I think it's a... Or is that more of like... I, th- I thought Big Mac sauce was like Thousand Island dressing oh. with mayo, maybe? Maybe. Anyway, here's here's a hot take. Okay. I love ketchup. Yeah. So, but I, I, love- get, I get the vinegary, like, I think Americans put too much ketchup on everything. I would agree. So, yeah. I get it. But I love yeah. me some yellow mustard and I some love, mayo. I love, I've come around on mayo. I used to not like it. Me neither. But, but now like, I love it. <laughs> now, yeah, I think I've increased my mayo. I think if I was using all three of these on like a burger. So good. I would have two parts mayo, one part ketchup, one part yellow mustard. I'd probably cut the mustard and do a pickle for something sharp. Oh, I would sharp. do all that plus a pickle. It needs a pickle. Yeah, it needs a pickle. That's how I like my hot dogs, too. But, like, to this to this writer in her, like, explain. Yeah. How how have you gotten through life with this opinion? What are you putting on your burgers? And if you're American, like, I feel bad for you because it is everywhere. Also, yellow mustard, I don't think you can truly appreciate until you have it with, like, a really good soft pretzel. Mm. I think that's one of the best applications for yellow mustard. Ever since dating Luke, I was only – I only knew mustard as honey mustard and yellow mustard, but now I've been introduced to like <laughs> Mr. Mustard, Mr. Mustard, brown, brown mustard, mustard. Horse ra- horseradish, mu- like all I these like very Dutchy whole grain mustard. Oh, I love that Dijon. You didn't know about Dijon? Oh, I know about Dijon. So okay, I guess I didn't know a little bit. Okay, right. next one. <laughs> I don't understand the hype about avocados. I feel like they have no flavor. Mm. 
Listen, avocados are overhyped. Yeah. For a period of time, avocados were everywhere. Well, I will also say, if you've ever had the avocado that, like, restaurants get that are kind of, like... Slimy. Like, they get them in almost, like, a pickled thing. Like, like it's not fresh avocado. They get in some kind of, like, vat. Those taste like nothing and have a weird texture. Yeah. And... Maybe this is just because avocado, it is hard to find a good one. Especially here. You have here. to get it at the right exact moment of ripeness, and it has to be good. And that doesn't happen very often. And it does need salt. And lime. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's be real. Avocado is okay by itself, but if you add lime and salt, it is bomb. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I do get the overhypeness because mm-hmm. avocado this, avocado the avocado toast, avocado like it is more of a texture thing. Yeah. It's like this creamy base that you can add things to. I just feel like it was beloved as being a healthy food because mm-hmm. it's green. Right. And it is and a, it's healthy a healthy fat. fat. But we can like move on a little bit from the av- avocado like mm-hmm. themed everything. True. Do you know I what I mean? I think we have, though. Yeah, I feel, I feel like, like people aren't talking about it as much. Yeah, but some people will die without avocado toast. You know what? I haven't had avocado toast in a long time, and now I think I should buy some. I love avocado toast. I should toast. get back on that train. I like it in the summer with um, chopped, uh, like, cherry tomatoes on it. Yeah, that's That good. are cut up. <laughs> Not whole. <laughs> oh, I feel bad. You had cherry tomatoes whole tonight. Oh, wait, okay, but maybe but I'm they're thinking roasted. of... But those were, like, round. I'm talking about the ones that are oblong. Oh, okay, so, yeah. Are they grape tomatoes? Mm, maybe. But, yeah, the ones you gave me were roasted and, like, completely they were reduced soft. down. And soft, yeah. They're not, like, hard and pop in your mouth. And yeah. Pop, like a gusher. <laughs> yeah. All right. Here we go. I love raisins. My fave is bacon, egg, and cheese on a cinnamon raisin bagel. Was this written by my husband? No. (laughs) No. I swear. (laughs) Because this is my favorite breakfast sandwich. Although I would swap the bacon for sausage. You would? And not a bagel. Okay. Best sandwich in Lebanon. Okay. Breakfast sandwich. Go to Mel's Diner on 422. You know, I've never been to Mel's. Well... You should change that. Yeah, I've been a schwamps. They make Not their nuts. own cinnamon raisin bread. Oh. Okay? And it's like thick cut. Like Texas toast thick? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm But in. like chewy. Okay? You get a sausage, egg, and cheddar cheese breakfast sandwich on their cinnamon raisin bread. A little sweetness? And that is the best. That sounds good to me. I basically can't eat a breakfast sandwich now unless it's on like a cinnamon raisin bread product interesting see i never go for a cinnamon raisin probably ever oh but i do like it cinnamon raisin bagels are probably my favorite as well so i'm with this person 100 percent. i also love raisins i went through a phase where i just kept raisins in my drawer at work and then i realized i was eating way too many raisins and they're <laughs> basically funny. just sugar also weird tidbit when i was in like preschool when my dad would pack me lunch, he did this weird thing where I would have an apple. Picture an apple that has been peeled uh-huh. and also cored, uh-huh. okay? But the rest of the apple is intact. So it's got a hole in the middle where the core was. Yeah. How did he keep it together? And then 
Well, it's still, it just has a hole going through the center. Like a tunnel. Okay. Where the core was. But it's peeled. And also, in the center, where the core was, it's now stuffed with raisins. What? Where did this come from? Dad, if you're listening, explain Mm, yourself. That's weird. But I liked it. I don't know if I'd like, I used to, well, we used to do the ants on a log. I did that for a while as an adult. (laughs) That was my lunch. No shame in the game. It's good. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Here's another mayo opinion. Okay. Mayo is unnecessary lube. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Um. (laughs) Lube to go down the gullet, baby. (laughs) I would disagree. I would say that like a BLT sandwich needs that mayo lube. What do you think it is about mayo that people just don't like? I mean, the way I used to feel about it was that it was just, like, slimy goop. Yeah. That kind of didn't have flavor. Yeah. Well, to those people, I would say you should try a real mayo's mayo, like a (laughs) Japanese mayo, like QP. Yeah. Y'all, if y'all haven't gotten on QP, listen. (laughs) Go to Wegmans. Go to an Asian food market, probably, and find QP mayo. It's a Japanese mayo. Is that like more seasoned? Yes. Okay, so it's probably saltier. It's almost a little eggier. Okay. Like, like a true aioli kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I could truly just dunk a French fry in that and be so mm. pleased with myself. It's thick, mm-hmm. but I it might be a, the exact opposite for people who don't like mayo. They'd be like, "Nope, that's it. I don't like <laughs> yeah. it." Like. Whatever it is. I don't like if I bite into a sandwich and mayo gushes out of it. That's disgusting to me. No, but you need a little bit of... But you need some. You need that lube. (laughs) Yeah. It makes it better. (laughs) It makes it easier. I think so. (laughs) Yeah. I wonder if... But I do like that description of it for this person. (laughs) But if you don't use mayo, what do you use? Butter? You could. But that's like... But it doesn't have the same viscosity. Yeah, and the creaminess. Mm-hmm. I like the taste of mayo. Now, I used to hate, like, potato salads. Oh, yeah. I don't I don't like mayo salads like that. Like that's gross. pasta salads. Now Ugh. I like them a little, but not, like, the tiniest bit. I don't. But I, I could don't. never eat a whole plate of Like this. macaroni salad? Ugh. <laughs> Gross. What is that? That's like, who came up with that? Ugh, all of those salads are nasty. Unnecessary lube. <laughs> so oh, it's my turn? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> These are fun. I love me some microwave hot dogs. <laughs> I know who wrote this. <laughs> Was this my brother, Jesse? <laughs> no. Jesse used to just like put a hot dog in the microwave until it exploded See, and then he would eat it. I never grew up on a boiled or, like, microwaved hot dog, but I do love a very generic hot dog put on the stovetop. I like a grilled hot dog. Yeah, same. I grew up eating hot dogs and beans on Wednesday nights, (laughs) and my mom would put the hot dogs just, like, in the pot with the beans, and it still, like, scars me to this day. Like I can't eat a slimy hot dog. <laughs> it needs to have grill marks. I yeah, I, I'm I'm team grill mark too. It's gotta be charred. It's gotta be crispy on the outside. I feel like I'm a little unsure about a microwave hot dog because I feel like it would just be rubbery. Also, why do I feel like this person is also 
putting it in just a piece of Wonder Bread that's folded <laughs> in half. <laughs> I'm not- that's the energy I'm getting from this. <laughs> I love me some microwaved hot dogs. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, mean, I would eat one in a pinch, but... Would you ever eat, like, a convenience store hot dog? Yeah. I've done that many a time. Yeah. In Iceland, they're known for them. Here we go. Ranch and a veggie tray will take any party from 100 to retirement home bingo night. <laughs> you know what Tracy's talking about, right? Like, yeah. There's always, funny. like, cauliflower on it. Like, yeah, cauliflower, carrots, celery... Mm-hmm. Cucumbers. Cucumber and entire cherry tomatoes. Yeah, whole cherry tomatoes. <laughs> okay, listen, I agree. Don't bring that to a party. Yeah, that's for like a weird work luncheon. Yeah, that's when like your PTO buys teachers like lunch, and it's a nice thought, but it's also it's like mm, I don't want that. <laughs> Yeah, it's a thing you look at like, I probably should eat Right, that. it's a little bit of a guilt trip. Yeah, or like I might take like two pieces of celery and a little spoonful of ranch and that's it. Here's what you do instead. You get brie. Okay. You put it in the oven. Mm-hmm. You bring some crackers. You got to put some jam on it. And you that. put some jam, yep, yeah. jam right on top. Yeah. You brought life to the party. <laughs> do not bring a veggie tray to a party. No. Unless you made some very special dip. Then I'd be interested. Because mm-hmm. I'm sure there's great dips out there. But don't right. bring one of those store-bought generic plastic tray things. But even still, if you made a good dip, bring some crackers. Right. Bring some <laughs> or chips. Or tortilla chips or yeah. something. Pita chips. Yeah. We don't We don't need the veggies. No. That's for another time. Mm-mm. The, a party is not a time to be eating the veggie tray. No. Retirement home bingo night. That's exactly right. Right. And those people can't even eat the veggies because yeah, their like, teeth don't work. Can so. you imagine? <laughs> they probably all have fake teeth, actually. Mm. So, <laughs> Oh, it's my turn. I keep forgetting. I'll, right. keep, I'll keep placing it closer to you. It's all right. We have a lot still left. I know. <laughs> Pineapple does belong on pizza. Agree. 100%. Agree. We're 100% on that one. Domino's. Pineapple or bacon, bacon extra, extra pineapple. pineapple. <laughs> Gotta love it. Yeah, I will say though, like I I do prefer the bacon over ham on a pineapple pizza. Me too. I generally just don't like ham. So oh right, you don't like ham. Yeah, <laughs> bacon is always better. Yeah, and I think the bacon has the crunch. Yeah, yeah, and a little bit of the fattiness that you want too. It's good. Mm-hmm. So yeah, smoky fattiness. I agree. I totally agree. Another pizza opinion. Pizza Hut stuffed crust is the best pizza ever created, ever. Wow. It's been too long since I've had Pizza Hut. Me too. I keep comparing pizzas to Pizza Hut when it has sort of a buttery texture. Mm -hmm. Like the um, deep dish Little Caesars we had. But it's been a minute. Well, maybe we need to order Pizza Hut stuffed crust. Um, Yeah, we got to try. Are they like the OG stuffed crust? I think... I mean, I remember in the 90s, stuffed crust was everywhere. Yeah. But I particularly do first? remember Pizza Hut having it. Because I remember asking mm. for it, and my parents were always like, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember not being, um, like, enchanted by the idea of stuffed crust. Oh, I loved a stuffed crust. I think I was just like, take it or leave it. Can we talk about Pizza Hut's breadsticks real fast? I mean, I haven't had those in how those long. Those are so good. 
Pizza Hut had a vibe. It did. They did. Even their buildings had a vibe. <laughs> that, that hut. <laughs> that architecture. I'm telling you, we got to try yeah. it. Yeah, we got to try it. Because we'll I'm team, back. like, if, if I'm going to get a f- delivered pizza that's not from a mom and pop shop, I'm probably going to go Domino's. Right. I also like Papa John's occasionally, but uh-uh. Domino's is where it's at. Does Pizza Hut deliver? I think so, Probably but there's nothing do. around here, so we have to order a one we're loving in. They need a like a rebrand or something. I feel like people don't talk about them enough. Bring back Book It. <laughs> Dude, Bring please. For adults. Can you imagine oh if adults did Book It? I would love it. Yeah. Um, I'm a snob about food temperature. Food should be eatable, not too hot, or ever fall apart, as in a sandwich. I mean, yeah. Although... Not too hot, they said? Yeah. When it comes to temperature, food should be eatable, not too hot, and as in a sandwich, it should never fall apart. Oh. I mean, the fall apart thing is so true. If I get a soggy sandwich... Or like, you know when so you bite into a burger or something and then somehow everything squeezes out the back? Oh, that's just bad. I yeah. hate it when that happens. But it's usually something that tastes really good. It's like stuffed full of stuff, but I need like five toothpicks holding everything together. Or the bread's too small for whatever's inside. <laughs> yeah. Something's wrong. The ratio's yeah. wrong. Now, mm-hmm. I disagree with the temperature thing because... I don't like when food comes to me at room temperature. Mm, mm-hmm. I like it to feel hot. I'd rather have it be too hot and let it cool down. Exactly. Because then it, in in my mind, it's fresher. Yeah. It may not be. It may just be sitting there on a food lamp. But right. in my mind, it's fresher. It was like just came off the stove or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I like it a little hotter than normal and I can let it sit, like you said. But yeah. cool. I, mm, I don't know. <laughs> All right. This one's mine. It is? (laughs) Yeah. Coke and Pepsi both suck. Their diet versions are better. Hot take. (laughs) I have never liked regular Coke or Pepsi. I I just think they're bad. Like, I don't... I honestly don't get what people see in them. I love a cherry Coke. Oh, no. No. (laughs) That's... Listen. Okay. No. Also, can we talk about real fast... What does McDonald's put in their soft drinks? I don't know. I haven't had it in like 30 years. Okay. (laughs) Listen, I was at a wedding maybe like a year ago, and we stopped at McDonald's on the way home, and I got one fresh out of like their dispenser, a Mm -hmm. cherry Coke or something like, yeah, I think cherry Coke, Coke, whatever. Mm -hmm. It's almost electric when you drink it. It is that sharp, like that carbonated. My brother Colin has always had a theory that fountain sodas were better. I I think so. I mean, it might be because isn't it actually like made differently? There's like a syrup and something that they put together, like the way those machines work. Whatever carbonation is going on in there, it hits so hard, <laughs> like up the nose. It's like it it hits the roof of your mouth, like the palate mm-hmm. up here. Yeah, and you're like, whoa, maybe it's sugar. <clears throat> I don't know. But yeah. there's something about it. So why do you not like the regular? I just don't like them. I don't think they taste good. I don't like Dr. Pepper. What makes the diet versions better? I know some people have said that the diet versions are like taste sweeter. Uh-huh. So there's something about the balance of flavor that I like better in the diet versions. But then I'm also like, why does it taste so different just because it's diet? Yeah, that's weird. 
So that's weird. Um, so what's your go-to like soft drink if you're going to a burger joint? I would if I get soda, it's going to be root beer, preferably birch beer. Interesting. And I'm not talking like an A and W. Like this is where I I really am very snobbish. Where I want like Pennsylvania Dutch birch beer. See, I don't like root beer or birch beer. Uh, so we're on complete no. opposite ends here. Yeah, no. <laughs> you know, my father is a pretty, I mean, he's a great dude. Not <laughs> not a super like beer and football type of guy. Yeah. A renaissance man. Mm-hmm. He has one vice. Do you know what his one vice is? What? Mug root beer. Diet Coke. Oh. <laughs> not coffee. Yeah. He could cut coffee out tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Not smoking, not cigarettes, yeah. not any not alcohol, diet coke. Really? Loves it. He's addicted. Mm. So I think if there's like a sugar Oh yeah, a lot of people are addicted to diet coke. Yeah. It's a thing. And I think it's like an 80s thing a lot of people in the 80s. Yeah. Are to it. I don't know. Yeah. Not okay. for me. Oh, before I went vegetarian, I loved liverwurst. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, to that's be unfortunate. Fair, to be fair, I don't think I've tried liverwurst in the oh, in actually, longest time. I had liverwurst in Germany How a few was years it? ago. I feel like that's the place to try it. I think it was just okay, but it was part of this like spread with German pretzels and cheese and mustard. And so it was probably the worst part on the whole day. <laughs> yeah, I mean it was my like, least favorite part. A pretzel. <laughs> but I was like, in this context, sure. Mm-hmm. You know, when in Rome. When it's like you gotta have haggis when you're in Scotland, right? So it's not good, but you gotta do it. But I mean, liverwurst that you would buy here, like ugh, that's gross. And I think my dad used to eat it sometimes. All right, wait, wait. I think I know who wrote this one. Colombian hot dogs are superior. Toppings: crushed potato chips, mozzarella, crushed pineapple. Never had one. Sounds great. Wait. Whisper to me who wrote this. You know who it was. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Okay, so the person who wrote this is the person who made this for me. I bet it's great. It is really good. I mean, you got the pineapple. Is it the same hot dog meat? Or is it a different type of hot dog? No, it's just a normal hot dog. But prepared in the Colombian style. Yeah, it's just the toppings. So, I mean, it sounds good. I'm always team pineapple. Plus, the crushed potato chips give you that texture. Yeah. And then you got mo- like shredded mozzarella, which is like creamy. Yeah. And then the pineapple, which is like sharp and sweet, and yeah, it all works together. I would really try well. that. I would definitely try that. Yeah. Generic crumbled feta on a tortilla chip is excellent. <laughs> Who do you think wrote that, Luke? <laughs> <laughs> I agree. It's great. I, yeah, I can imagine that would be good. Is it fine dining? No, but it is good. But I've had some generic crumbled feta that is just straight up bad. Really? And goat cheese. Where, like, I put on a salad or something, and then I was like, this is disgusting. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Because I feel like goat cheese is one of the best things in the entire world. But it has to be, like, real goat cheese. Yeah. You know? If you're getting a discount, (laughs) maybe a little suspect. Yeah. All right. Here we go. I hate cherry tomatoes. I hate the goosh of biting them. There you go. Never have a salad at my mom's house. (laughs) I get it. 
I I do like eating a cherry tomato off the vine, though. There's something about in summertime eating a fresh tomato that is delicious, but Mm. I hated tomatoes as a kid. Oh, I think I always liked tomatoes. I loved to I loved like a marinara sauce. I'd have oh. a but like a BLT would be unheard of oh. for me as a kid. Now I love like oh, a man. plain tomato so good. But yeah. the cherry tomato thing is real. Yeah, because when you put it in your mouth and then you start to bite and it doesn't give right away and then you're just waiting for that moment and then it explodes. Also it's if you're just eating a cherry tomato it's one thing, but if it's in a dish it takes all your focus to that thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not a whole experience. You're not enjoying the whole bite. You're literally just waiting for this hard thing to mm-hmm. explode in your mouth. But this also means that this person has run into my pet peeve many times where they were given whole cherry tomatoes yep. as part of a meal or a salad. They should be cut up <laughs> with a knife, like a serrated knife, so it doesn't explode when you cut it either. Yeah. Do I need to give a tutorial on how to make salads? <laughs> this is where we're at. I mean, <laughs> it's not your fault, person. Sound, it sounds like it's the world's this fault. This is a hot topic. Another one. I love mayo. It's good, period. <laughs> yes. I love mayo. It's good. Oh, I have a mayo story. Okay. So I'm going to pull another one because that was short. Okay. When I met my best friend, Devin, uh, she was my roommate freshman year of college, is how we met. And she had moved into the dorm before me because, of course, I was, like, late. Um, we had a mini fridge in our dorm room. And I opened it up, and the only thing she had in there was a six-pack of, like, miniature Sprites and a jar of mayo. What? Because she is so serious about her mayo that she was like, I cannot go to college she's, she's with, without she's extra mayo. right? Yeah, she's from Indiana. There you go. Yeah. That, that was like, I was like... Uh, this is a red flag. You're like, hey? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I always make fun of her for that. That is really weird because then as a college kid, I don't think I would have mayo. Yeah, it was like she came from Indiana. The one thing she was like, I gotta get this to keep in the fridge. Day one, is mayonnaise. Mayo. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Okay, this is a hot take. Most mac and cheese is overboiled and under seasoned. <gasps> well, if you're following the directions that say to boil it for 12 <laughs> minutes, then yeah. Yeah, we agree. Yeah, that's why we need that al dente. Yeah, yeah, that's why. Um, yeah, I think the box of the Cracker Barrel says to yeah. cook it for like nine to eleven. You gotta minutes. take at least a minute or two off, whatever they say. At least, yeah, and cut it in half. I will say, I'm not team al dente for a box mac and cheese. Like, I don't want it to be that mm-hmm. underdone, but I want something in between al dente and like chewy. Do you know what I mean? I think I do want the al dente because one thing that gets me bored with mac and cheese is that it's just mush. Right. So I do want the noodles to have some bite to them. And God forbid if your noodles fall apart, which sometimes they do. Yeah. That's gross. That's like a potluck mac and cheese, Mm -hmm. which that can be good sometimes. And Um, the under season thing, yes. So like- yeah. This is where, again, my snobbishness comes in where, like, I want my mac and cheese to taste like really good sharp cheddar cheese. This is why I literally add sharp cheddar cheese yeah. to box mac and cheese because it's under seasoned. I'm like, where is the cheese? Yeah. I don't want to taste mac and cheese that tastes mildly of cheese. But this is how you know the Cracker Barrel mm-hmm. or white, sh- white, sharp cheddar white cheddar 
yeah. is actually good. Because mm-hmm. we agree. Yeah. But we're we saying agree. it's still really good. This person <laughs> needs to let us know if they have a favorite and if they've tried the Cracker Barrel one. Yeah. Right back to us. Yeah. Because that's, yeah, hot take, but I agree. I fully agree. That's why, yeah. like, I do love mac and cheese, but I am skeptical of any mac and cheese you put in front of me until I taste it. Yeah. I Like, unless I know you and I've tried it before, I'm probably going to assume that I won't like your mac and cheese. That's where I'm Yikes. coming from. <laughs> do I sound like the worst? <laughs> No. <laughs> Laura, like, sheepishly takes some water. <laughs> okay. We're almost done. Yeah. How many more do we have? Uh, two more. Okay. Or, yeah. Okay. No, well, three more or something. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Allison Roman's shallot pasta base is less tasty than marinara, which I just bought the ingredients to make this, and I was going to make it over the weekend, and then I realized I had too many leftovers I had to eat first. So I'm making this soon, but I have not tried it yet. Okay, listen. I love Allison Roman so much. Mm-hmm. And I made this shallot. It was one of the first quarantine recipes I went to make. When it was in like March. blowing up on the internet? Yeah it, was, yeah, it was everywhere. Okay. And I think her shallot base uh-huh. that she makes is so good. Okay. On toasted bread. Oh. Yeah. And she writes on there, like, she actually makes extra yeah. for the recipe so that you can store it away. Yeah. That, to me, is where it shines. Okay. The pasta, it's okay. It's good. So you like it in its concentrated form. Yep. But once you add the pasta and stuff, it's, it got too watered don't down, get me wrong. I guess? I think it's good. I think it's good. It's okay. just not my favorite, like, pasta base. Okay. Yeah. See, I'm interested to try it because I don't love marinara. See, I don't love a marinara either. But I think when you find a good balance of that marinara, like red sauce mm-hmm. to noodle ratio, and you have good mm-hmm. noodles, then it's then it slaps. I wonder when you guys made it with the pasta, was it under salted? No. Okay. It's definitely just the shallowy flavor to me okay. that was just not it's my like bag. Mellow. Yeah, it was. Did you add cheese? Yeah, we added like Parmigiano on top. Yeah, it you know I prepared it as okay. it was, but I think the base to me is better on a toasted bread or a bagel. Okay, and I think it's good. It's just not my favorite thing to have on pasta. Okay, well now I'm I've lowered my expectations <laughs> for when I make it, which is probably a good thing. That being said, Allison, I love you like until I die. <laughs> The stew it slaps like the cookies slap everything you make slaps so <laughs> just putting that on record yeah I don't dislike this recipe but I think this was another like overhyped situation I feel like mm-hmm. which we also had like, really high expectations it's not like she meant for this recipe to I know blow up. she's just like okay it's just like a shallot pasta calm down it hit at the right time because yeah. everyone was at home and I do think and perhaps, it is an easy recipe too yes and perhaps if it was just one of the recipes is like, oh, yeah, it's one of her recipes. I think we have really high expectations, too. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, so if that gives it away, this is from Luke. <laughs> okay. Smoothies of all kinds are overhyped. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Sure. Texturally, I think smoothies are lame. Yeah, they're not my favorite. I actually prefer my smoothies to be on the thinner side. Like, I want to be able to... And it have to be drinking it with a straw. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can't be slurping it. No. Ugh, gross. Like glugging it down. No thanks. That's like 
For me, that's the same as like mayo gushing out of a sandwich. To me, that sounds like you're drinking a protein shake that some guy from the 80s is made with like raw eggs. Ew. (laughs) You know? That's the vibe I get. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I like them on the thinner side and with a straw, but not where I have to like suck it up through the straw. Like I can just drink it through a straw. Not, yeah, you can. But it's not like milk texture you know it's somewhere in between i feel like smoothies are promoted as this idea of the ultimate food like health breakfast food Mm -hmm. i just never crave a smoothie i drank them as like my on-the-go breakfast for a couple years yeah i remember um but then i like realized i was having that issue where because it is a liquid breakfast it just wasn't filling me up the same yeah yeah but yeah, I went through a solid phase and I developed my like perfected You mocha, did yours as chocolate. a coffee, right? Coffee, chocolate. I'd get into that. Yeah. But I think sometimes, I mean, I don't know what this person meant by smoothies are overhyped, but yeah, like a spinach, carrot, mm-hmm. lime thing. Eh. Yeah. I don't know. Right? No. Yeah. I'm with this person. Yeah, I agree. All right. We got one. Oh, no. We have two more. Okay. They're like hiding together. Yeah, there's one more for you to end on. Sweet. (laughs) I hate drinks that are supposed to taste like food. Example, blueberry cobbler coffee. That sounds gross. Yeah, coffee? Coffee should taste like coffee. But, like, would they include in this, like, a snickerdoodle coffee? Because that's, you know, snickerdoodle is a food. Uh, But snickerdoodle is kind of a... It's really just saying, like, cinnamon. Yeah. But but a cobbler? <sighs> no. I think I'm with this person. If it is, like, truly supposed to taste like something I would normally, like, chew, then I don't Mm-mm. really want it to just be a liquid. Was it Willy Wonka or that one of his, like, food inventions was like the it Like, you- gum? Or, it was almost yeah. like a gum or something, and, and you, like, tasted, like, a whole meal. Yeah, no. Yeah. No. <laughs> blueberry cobbler coffee sounds disgusting, though. For yeah, sure. I can't. I've seen blueberry coffee, not blueberry cobbler coffee. No. No. I'm just going to say no. Yeah. Okay, last one. Arugula on PB&J. <gasps> Try it. What? That's, That's what? Weird. <laughs> How did this even happen? Yeah, who thought of this? <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay, I don't understand because arugula is bitter. Yeah. And a PBJ is a <gasps> You know sweet. what it's like, though? <gasps> a salad with berries. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> Arugula is the, the green. The peanut butter is like the nut. The jam is the berry. And then the bread is like croutons. Okay, so, maybe so you it have to work. try it. Huh. See, my thought is... I don't like arugula on much, so... Yeah, same. I don't know if I'd like it. And do you put a whole handful? I feel like you would need a lot for, like, the texture. Yeah. Because if it was only a couple, then it would just get lost and be weird. I feel like you need, like, a... I feel like you have to commit. Yeah. But I don't know if I want to commit, because that's a lot of peppery, mm, bitter lettuce. Yeah. Oh, God. No. That's, I that's mean, an interesting one to I mean, to each their off. own, but not for yeah. me. <laughs> okay, y'all. Y'all have had some dark secrets. <laughs> <laughs> we 
Yeah, and uh, that was super fun, and we definitely want to hear follow-ups. Yes. But also, if you were listening and you thought of any, send them in, because we could always do a follow-up episode. Yeah, that would be with, fun. like, new ones. Yeah. So. I feel Don't like hold back. I didn't. I literally shot it out on Instagram, and I got all these responses. So I'm sure we can have a follow up episode. So yeah. send us your thoughts. Yeah, we want to know. Yeah, and Great. also explain yourself. Yeah, we need some explanations. Okay. Things to do when you're feeling exhausted but want to do more than just watch TV. That's from Amy Doodle 26. Amy's been coming through with these questions. I know, she's been hitting us hard. So I feel like this one's a hard one to answer. Um, <sighs> well, first off, if you're exhausted, it's okay to not do anything. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's okay. But I also get where you're like, I don't want to just watch TV again tonight. Right, if that feels you yucky know? to you, yeah, I get it. So one thing I wrote down was, Puzzles and board games, question mark? Like, that's a thing people do now. <laughs> I really love puzzling. I've considered getting into it. So maybe a year ago, Luke's brother and sister-in-law gave us a puzzle board. So they're just a piece of wood uh-huh. that has ridges. So when you make a puzzle, it's not like you have to worry about, you know, keeping it on the table or whatever. Uh-huh. So you can just so move it to the side. So then you can move side. it. Mm-hmm. And... I haven't gotten a good puzzle yet, but that is a beach thing that we do all the time. Oh. And it's very relaxing because you can yeah. just like have a show on. Yeah. Or background music and you're just sort of yeah. vibing, doing your thing. Like if I was alone, I'd probably listen to a podcast. Yeah. And do it. But I, I think it would be very fun if you just had a couple friends and you like had some drinks and some snacks and you're just like super, hanging out. Super hooga. Have music on, but you're also kind of doing this thing that's mindless but yeah. also like a little focused yeah and like um what's the word i'm thinking of <laughs> satisfying yeah 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 that is satisfying also yeah. it can feel good when you're done so yeah board I games i feel like i'm not a huge board game person here's the kind of weird thing about me i really don't like games i don't either really i don't like card games i don't like well i like some drinking games uh-huh. but i don't like I don't board game. I think what my thing is I don't like games where I have to think really hard. I like fun like silly games like charades. <laughs> Cuz I do like some card games but it's where you're like okay this is kind of what I need I'm waiting for my turn kind of keep an eye on this but otherwise you can just kind of zone out. Yeah. If it's one of those really strategic games where oh, there's no. a million moving parts I'm like this is not fun for me. I think a lot of there's a lot of people I'm close with that love board games mm-hmm. and card games, and I understand it, <laughs> but it's just not my bag. It's not mine either. I can get into it, but I, it's like a certain type of game mm-hmm. is for me. Yeah, I agree. Categories, love it. Charades, mm-hmm. love it. I love a Pictionary. <laughs> yeah, I love an active game. Yeah. But... A board game? I don't know. But I would say puzzle is a good recommendation. Yeah. I also said baking like but i could see being too exhausted for baking but if you're doing like a low stakes baking project yeah something chill like even if you're just doing like box brownies you know just something to use your hands make something it's after dinner you know clean up dinner stuff but then you can just kind of slowly 
make your place smell good and then have something warm and delicious at the end. Yeah. You know. And if you're someone who just doesn't love cooking, then that's just not for you. But if you're mm-hmm. someone who's sort of if like whatever about it, it can feel really productive to make something. So yeah, just yeah. something simple like some cookies or brownies. Yeah. Uh, also, read a book. This is something that I wish I did more. Just sit down and read. Yeah, like I have so many books I want to read, but now I feel like when I'm in that mode of let me just veg out rather than read, I always go to TV. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I don't even watch that much TV. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, if I replace my TV time with book time, then I, there's really so many TV shows I'm missing out on, but there's also so many books I'm missing out on. FOMO all around. Also, <laughs> let me put a call out to our VIP listener, Allie. Okay. Because she oh, reads right. like nobody else I know. Yeah. She and I are friends on Goodreads, and I swear every other day she has finished a book and started a new one. And I don't know how she does it because she also listens to our podcast. She works a crazy job. She watches TV. She puzzles. Allie, do you have 37 <laughs> hours in your day? Please tell us because I, don't, I don't get it. And I think that you should – Write in or call in and tell us your secrets. How are you doing it all? Yeah, tell us. Because I love a book too, but I feel like I only read right before I need to fall asleep. Yeah, me too. And that means I don't read that much. (laughs) Yeah, I read like four pages. Yeah, I read four pages, then I'm asleep. Yeah. Yeah. And she's a fast reader, but she's like super speed. Yeah. I don't don't understand where she's getting it all in. Yeah. So, Allie, please enlighten us. Um, Or if you're not a huge book reader, like open up a magazine, you know? Yeah. It can be fun to flip through a magazine, too. Okay, so one thing I wrote down is just list one thing in one room that you can do. So look in one room and be like, you know what I can do? I can dust that TV console. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Little things. I feel like when we get into this cleaning mode, mm-hmm. it can be really overwhelming. Mm-hmm. But if you do one thing in one room every day, it adds up. So, yeah. and normally when you start one thing, you do more than just one thing. Yeah. And I do feel like, especially dusting, yeah. is the kind of very low energy cleaning project. And I always have a podcast on. Mm-hmm. And then I realize once I'm doing it, like, I don't even feel like I'm cleaning. I'm just listening to a podcast, right. but I'm also being productive. Right. So find something you love to listen to. Maybe you're, maybe try a new album, like listen to a new album, make mm-hmm. it something fun, and then do one cleaning task. Just one. Yeah. Or be like, I'm going to clean out the junk drawer. Or, yeah. you know, like one drawer in the kitchen that's just driving me nuts. You just made me think of something. Um, Here's an idea. If you are like wanting to do something, but... You don't feel like involving a whole lot of energy. You know what you can do? You can turn off the TV and instead you can just turn on and listen to music. Mm-hmm. I have a friend who in 2020 listened to a new song every day. Mm-hmm. It was sometimes recommended from Spotify. Sometimes friends, you know, okay, gave her a recommendation. Cool. And she just wrote down every day a song that she listened to and some of her thoughts about it. Oh. And I was like, I like that's that. a really simple thing you can do. That takes... Three and a half minutes. Yeah, so play some music and write about it or just Hmm. play a new song. Maybe you discover a new artist that you really like. Yeah. And you can be doing that while you're washing the dishes, so. Yeah, or like do some stretching. Yeah. Like that can feel so good. Yeah. And again, you can do that while you watch TV or while you listen to music or a podcast or while you talk to your partner or something. Like, 
Another thing, yeah. too, is people love having something to do with their hands. Mm-hmm. So maybe... <gasps> embroidery. Embroidery, or um, if you like to make friendship bracelets, or... Yeah. You know, like... Yeah, my coworker started doing embroidery, and she's obsessed. I think it's really fun to do that sort of simple, easy, mm-hmm. hands-on thing. Yeah. It doesn't feel messy or super involved, like mm-hmm. painting can be, or ceramics. Yeah, or you can do, like, knitting or crocheting or something. Yeah. Even doodling. Yeah. Open up a page. <laughs> yeah. You know? It's a good question, because I feel like that's something a lot of us, especially now, we're home so much more. There's no plans on week. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that's a good thing. No, yeah. Can you think of anything else? I think those are some good ideas. Let us know if you guys think of anything too, or if you've like reached that point of like COVID life where you're like, okay, I cannot watch another (laughs) three episodes of TV tonight. So we started doing this, like, let us know what you're doing or maybe, um, make your TV time more, uh, like actionable. Like maybe you want to watch the top 100 movies from some weird list and just work your way through it and just be like, yeah, you know what? I really want to watch these and we always watch the same stuff or whatever. Yep. That's one thing I'm trying to do is watch more movies because yeah. I always go to TV, but I'm trying to at least on the weekends watch, watch movie, one movie. That's movies. a good thing to do. Yeah. I should do that too because I love watching movies. Honestly, I just don't do it enough. Yeah. I miss movie theaters. <laughs> So recommendations. Yes. Um, let me go first because mine's like weird. And then. And I, I have something for us to try. Okay. Yeah. Um, this is, I feel like this kind of goes with that question in some ways where <laughs> this is a weird recommendation and some people are not going to be into this. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm intrigued. <laughs> so I'm the type of person, as we know, who has no chill and I always give myself way too much crap to do. But one thing I've been doing for a few months now is on Fridays, like on my lunch break or something at work, I make a to-do list for the weekend. Mm-hmm. But and, and I started doing this because I realized I keep my to-do list like digital. Um, but a lot of the things I do on the weekend have nothing to do with my computer. So it would so be you like, don't look at it. I don't even go on my computer. So sometimes I would just like have to pull it up on my phone or like it just wasn't working for me. Or I'd get partway through the day and be like, oh, right, I want to do that thing. I should have done that this morning or whatever. So I make a to do list for the weekend, separate Saturday, separate Sunday. And I also put them in the order that I want to do them. Mm-hmm. And do you do it digitally? No, I do this by hand. Paper pencil. Right out by hand. So then I have a physical to-do list I can cross off on the weekends. So satisfying. That's just like sitting on my desk. This is what literally my planner is. (laughs) And this is because I am someone who cannot fully relax until I've gotten things done. So even though it's the weekend, you know, I might have a more leisurely morning and all that, but I have things I want to do and then later in the day I'll chill. So it's so nice for me to wake up on a Saturday and know exactly what I need to do. And a lot of times it's like change the sheets or run the Roomba while I'm walking Gilmore or, you know, like I want to do this workout, but then go here. You know, I have to run this errand so I can just wake up, know exactly what needs to get done, feel like I'm boss in my weekend. And then I cross these things off. And then I feel accomplished unless I gave myself too many things to do, which I often do. And then I feel like I didn't accomplish anything. (laughs) 
but it just makes me feel more relaxed going into my weekend mm-hmm. because I, I've already prioritized the most important things. I'm like, okay, these are the things I really want to get done. And here's the order for me to do it. in that makes the most sense. Right. So I don't even have to think about it. Right. And then I just, I just go about it. And it's usually like cleaning stuff or. Right. You and know. there is something about writing it out and crossing it off that feels very good. Mm-hmm. I do. I have really been enjoying the actual tactile mm-hmm. to-do list because that's how I used to always write everything down in like high school and college, like in a physical planner. Yeah. So now I don't have that It's the same way. I think that's smart too because I'm also someone that likes productivity and then relaxation. I like – I'm most productive in the mornings mm-hmm. as well. So if you have, you know, two things you need to get done or you want to get done – and then you can sort of like lay into the weekend. That feels mm-hmm. good. And because I have my master to-do list, I write everything down for Saturday and Sunday separately. I just kind of like a brain dump of what needs to get done. And then I'll look at it and I might rearrange some things. And then I figure out what order I want to write them in. And then I rewrite it in order. <laughs> Your brain is like so – you're so type A. <laughs> I really am. <laughs> So that is something that brings me weird joy. So I'm letting you guys know how weird I am in case you're the same brand of weird that this could also work for you. Okay. <laughs> I feel like there's a niche amount of people that are like, yes, that sounds yeah. great. Someone is very excited right yes, now. I was like, oh, yeah, I should do that. <laughs> okay. My recommendation is a discovery I made at Whole Foods. Okay. I've been going to Whole Foods because I don't normally go to Whole Foods ever, but with the cooking projects I've been doing for like cooking my way through Italy this year. There's certain cheeses, certain, you know, spices that are just not available at our typical grocery store. So I go to Whole Foods. So I've been going to Whole Foods on Fridays after school. Which is dangerous. Yeah. So I pick us up sushi, like sushi, which is actually really good. They make it there. And that's our like Friday night dinner. Mm -hmm. I pick us up some sushi pick up whatever I need for the baking ex- or the cooking experience I'm doing. And um, every now and then I'll be like, I'll try that, which is a problem. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I picked these up because they looked really good. They had them displayed as a gift, but then I found them underneath in just a regular Tupperware thing mm-hmm. or plastic, you know, recycled box or whatever. Yeah. And um, these are their pistachio shortbread cookies. Mm. So mind you, this is from Friday. So I, they're not as fresh as they normally are. Okay. But when I tell you these things oh, are so good. good, I want to recreate these in the mm. worst way. Mmm. Mmm. That's good, dude. <laughs> Pistachio is one of my favorite flavors. <laughs> like, so good. This has that, like, classic pistachio ice cream flavor to it. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit green. <laughs> yes. But not absurdly green. So that's good though. It's really good. And this with like tea, forget about it. <laughs> but yeah, they use um uh turmeric and spirulina to color it. Oh. So sort of that yellowy, bluey mix to get the green. Mm-hmm. Cause pistachio is green, but they're not using like d- I don't know. There's not that much pistachio, but mm-hmm. it's so good. <laughs> Mm. Well, thanks for sharing it with me. Look, I like ate a whole box of these and I was like, I have to get more. <laughs> really good. Nice. Okay. 
Well, yeah. That was a fun episode. Yeah, this was super fun. As always, thank you for joining. And if you're loving the podcast, be sure to subscribe and tell a friend. Um, you can also leave us a review. Every review helps us. It really does go a long way. Mm-hmm. Um, and we love reading them. So give us a shout out and we'll give you a shout out. So that would be fun. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget to send us your questions, your hot takes on food. <laughs> explanations. <laughs> yeah. Explanations, please. And like what you do in the evening that's not watching TV. <laughs> you can DM us on Instagram. We're at Passport Pizza Pod. And you can leave us a voicemail at 717-964-0215. You can also email us at hello at passportsandpizza.com. Yeah. So DM us, give us a call, or email us. We'd love to hear from you. Um, Our show notes with links of everything we've mentioned in this episode, as well as our recommendations, can be found on our website at www.passportsandpizza.com. And if you want to follow us in our day-to-day life, you can follow us on Instagram separately. I'm at Sarah underscore Cornelius underscore. That's Sarah with no H. And Lara is at Roman uh, Roman (laughs) Golightly. And that's R-O-A-M. Yeah. And last but not least, a big thank you to Will Gingrich for our theme music. And we'll see you in our next episode. Yeah mayo and mustard and hot dogs and And cherry tomatoes all that (laughs) yeah all right right. bye bye yum yeah i mean i don't even know if does lebanon still have a pizza i think we do I don't know, but there's not one around here because I actually looked for it the other day. Isn't it a Pizza Hut Taco Bell now? <laughs> I'm at the Pizza Hut. I'm at the Taco Bell. <laughs> I'm at the combination Pizza Hut and Taco Bell. Um, yeah, I think so.